check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing. Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee, and now your host, Yvonka. Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka. I'm your host. We are here with a friend, a new friend of mine. Her name is Elizabeth Ward in the studio, and I am so excited to share this story. Welcome to my studio. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Well, I will get right into it, everybody. Elizabeth Ward is sharing her story of a woman that had a family, has a family, and always will love her family. We're going to share a story of a woman that kept her family together, her and her daughter, just to make sure that her daughter knew the strength in her mother. Elizabeth, tell me, tell me all about you. Who is your family? Well, my family really consists of me and okay. my 16-year-old daughter. Okay, 16. And so, Elizabeth, you were married before. Um, give us a little background about your be- the beginning of your story of to the dating, to the marriage, and beyond. Okay, well, um, I dated my husband for two years, well, one year, and then he proposed, and then we were engaged for a year. Uh, I fell very much in love, and... I did used to make a joke, jokes about him because he's, he's very handsome and a little bit of a bad boy. And I would say, you're supposed to be the guy that you have a good time with before you meet your husband, not be the Right, right, right. So we married and we, we had um, the perfect life. We, we got a little house. We got, we, then we had a little baby girl. Yeah. Uh, What's her name? Her name is Lauren. I'm sorry. Lauren? Yeah, her name is Lauren. Okay. And, uh, she she is just a she's sunshine. She, uh, she is. She's walking she is. sunshine. Yes. Anyone that knows her yes. will tell you that. We actually she she has a title. Her name okay. is the doll. The doll. <laughs> yes. Okay. The doll. Yeah. She's mom. Strangers will come up to me in the grocery store and be like, "Are you the doll?" Because I you know, the I, doll. I put yes. On Facebook, you know. You I put should, it as the doll. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, Elizabeth, tell me this. Where do you work? Okay. Um, during the day, I'm a okay. salon, I am a salon coordinator at Bella Salon and Spa in Maryville. Okay. But on nights and on weekends, okay. I bake and decorate cakes for my own business. What is your business is called? Sugar Dumplings. Sugar Dumplings. Yes. Sugar Dumplings. So you make, what all do you make? I make, um, I specialize in little vintage cakes. I love making the ones that you see in a little vintage Bake shop all lined up in a row. Yes. That's really my specialty. Okay. Um, I do weddings, and, and that's the style right now, which okay. is great because that's what I specialize in. Um, uh, those kind of cakes with the buttercream and the fresh flowers. Yes. Uh, I do also do birthday cakes. Um, really? Okay. So that that's my... How long have you cakes. been baking? How long oh have my you gosh. Or had your business? I've been doing this for 10 years now. 10 years? Yes. And it started out as a, I was about a, to say, what a you little say? hobby Maybe. baker, and uh, it was actually my boss at the who's my boss now at the salon. She, I was just a client of hers, and she said, "Do you know anybody who does cakes?" I said, "Well, I do it on the side." And 
I did a baby shower cake for her, and the next time I saw her, she said, like, three people asked if he had a card. Really? So, and at the time, I was a stay-at-home mom. Okay. And I can't help it. I'm, I'm a doer. So even though I was a stay-at-home mom, I, I, I still wanted to do something. I was like, okay, that's not, why not? So I started doing them, and I had no idea it was going to grow. So what? let's go back to the stay-at-home mom. Tell me this. When you got married, what made you stay at home? Well, the plan was um, I got married, and I, well, I didn't stay home until... I had a baby. Okay. So um, originally it was just going to be all right. We'll have you know, let's have the baby, and then um, I enjoyed that. Okay. And he's like, you you can still stay home because I was like, you know, I can get a job now. She's in preschool, and gotcha. he's like, no, you don't have to. So when you're hearing your husband say you don't have to work, it's kind of like okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and so yeah. I made my home, my home life was my job. What was your home life? Tell me, <clears> tell <throat> me about that. <clears throat> Um, it was, we've been told it was like, leave it to beaver. Leave it to beaver. Yeah. Okay. Everything was perfect. So it, you know, the house looked like better homes and garden. I, I'm Italian. So I would always have beautiful meals on the table. I made my husband's lunch every day. Um, he would come home and I remember one time I was, we were sitting in front of the fire, me and my daughter, I was doing cross stitch. Uh -huh. she, she was doing her homework and he said, look at this normal. Norman Rockwell painting. Yes, because what, what, how you created. Yes, it just looked everything looked right, and and it was, it was going well like that for a while, but it was not reality. Got you. So tell me this: so the stay-at-home mom, and you you cooked, you cleaned. Um, what was, what was your normal day as a stay-at-home mom? Um, get up, make sandwiches for Michael. Um, okay. Bring Lauren to school. Okay. If she, you know, preschool. And then for the rest of the day, it was um, really literally that old fashioned homemaker. Okay. You know, cleaning the home, making it look nice, um, doing the laundry, paying the bills. Um, and then before you know it, it was time to prepare for dinner. Okay. So, uh, you know, and we'd have little dinner parties and, and that type of thing. Okay. But in the meantime, what was happening was okay. I was losing myself. So you were losing your identity. Right. And I didn't realize it, but uh -huh. I really wasn't the person that he had married because I was very independent when, when okay. he met me and that he found unattractive. I had friends and I would go here and there. And before you know it, I kind of let all that go to the wayside. Uh-huh. And um, I think at one point I remember... Looking as I was washing the dishes, looking at the wall, saying, "Wow, is this it? Is this it? Yeah, yeah." So you, so you had the picture perfect life. Yes. For basically for the public. Yes. Okay. You had the the picture perfect life is the house, the husband, the husband, the perfect little girl. Yes. The the and then. Being able to stay at home, yes. do as you yes. felt. And Michael was very generous. I mean, he, you know, he didn't care. What he wasn't always like, "What are you doing?" You know, he, yes. he would because uh, you know, he, he didn't really have to say anything. I had the house, but it looked nice. Exactly, exactly. Did you ever feel like you know 
okay, there's only one income. Did you ever struggle with that part? No, of... that was another thing. He was an electrical contractor. Okay. And he did very well. Uh, he was a very, very well respected um, at, what he, at what he did. He was probably the best in town. Okay. We always make jokes about Michael. He could do more by noon than most people did for the whole day. Okay. He was a doer. Okay. Um, and so y'all never had to worry about so money. We didn't have to worry about that. So that was covered. Um, I was... I didn't have to do anything. In fact, when I started doing the cakes, he would say, why are you doing it? Because it would get messy. Yes. <laughs> but I kind of liked doing that because it was my own. It, it was, was something own, for like, you. My own recognition. I was being recognized in town for, oh, you do you do those cakes? Oh, yes. And it started out small, and it just kind of made me feel like I had my own thing going. Yes. Because I know that I hear a lot of women talk about, you know, um, yes, they made a decision uh, to stay at home, but a lot of women, you know, admit that after a while, they feel like, you know, yes, I'm making the sacrifice for my family. Yes, I'm making sure the house is done. You know, everything taken care of homemaker. But what about me? Yes. yes. Did you, you went about, you went I that. started, I just, I didn't like that I was losing even some of my personality. Okay. Um, I'm. I'm very animated person. Um, I, I didn't even mention this to you. I always did a lot of theater. Okay. I was a theater kid in high school, and even outside of uh, theater, I went or outside of high school. I went into community theater. I did some local commercials. By heart, I am an entertainer. That is not going anywhere, and I right. lost that. I did. I you know I didn't. I was unable to do any of that for me either. And again. I don't blame Michael because I could have probably done that. But I thought, oh, no, my place is here taking care of yes. the house. So your husband didn't require that. No. You just felt like. I put like... that on myself. Okay. Yes, I, I did. Okay. And that's one thing I have to say. A lot of women would not admit that. A lot of women would not admit. I think a lot of women feel like that the husband, you know, this is what they require. Right. But you can get yourself so caught up into the image of marriage and the image of what your family is supposed to look like that you lose yourself yes. along the way. Yes, it happens. So how old was Lauren before? Okay, so you were doing the cakes and on the side. Did y'all ever go to church? Maybe. We did. Oh, yes. You went to church? Yes, yes. So, so y'all went to church. Mm -hmm. You did. So you did everything that... You felt like that was a, a true family. Yes. What went wrong? The biggest thing that went wrong is God slowly faded out of the picture. And he was, he did not, you know, I do believe that God is the glue that keeps the family together. I, I agree. I, I know it for a fact. Um, when, when he was the center, yes. we were good. Um, in fact, so you're saying even though you were in church and even though you look the part, yes. you sat on the pew and we've talked about this on other interviews oh. is just because you go to church mm -hmm. every Sunday and you go to Bible study every Wednesday and you're there every time they have a program that don't mean, you know, God, and it doesn't mean you follow him. Absolutely not. In fact, to this day, I can't, I am not always physically in church every Sunday. Right. But church um, is in you. I know it, that. It is. And also, too, I get fed. Uh, what people mm -hmm. don't know is I'm home. I may have to bake over the weekend. But I've got I've got the church on. Yes. I'm watching it. Exactly. 
it's getting, you know, it comes, it's still coming in and you need, you need to, but I do believe you have to be fed. You do. Yeah. You do. So, and you have to, you have to be willing to be fed. Right. I truly believe you have to be willing to be fed. So basically you were going to church, but slowly, but surely God was not present in your, your relationship or in your household. Right. And I remember Michael, I was, I should have, I should have stood up and take notice. He said, you know, we've been going to church. I'm just not feeling it. Not feeling yeah, it. Yeah, he wasn't okay. feeling, you know, because okay. it can't always be a, you know, big right. party every time you go. Exactly, <laughs> that is true. It can't be. And a lot of times, you know, you can get caught up. I, do, I don't feel like that you have to beat down the church door. I don't feel like that you have to be, you know, on that pew every Sunday. Right. You know, the way we were taught. Mm -hmm. We were taught that way. You know, because but I'm I'm learning with my walk with God, it's it's about the relationship yes. that you have with God. You know, and what I'm hearing is is the the more that you got into your relationship, your relationship with God. Right. Vanished. And what happened was I kept putting my husband Okay. He became he, I put him above God. And yes. he said, what went wrong? That's what I know what I did wrong. Okay. Um, and I will admit that now. I just, I adored him and it was yes. actually too much. Yes. Uh, I mean, it was nice to, after all those years we were together, my goodness, we, we started dating in 1998 to still feel that way. Yes, exactly. Later, exactly. And that's wonderful, but it, it was not reality. Yeah. And God, God is... A jealous God to yes. the point of he will never allow you to put something before him. And, you know, I've spoke about this before in my journey with God is that when me and David first got together, I was not the Christian that I am now. And I didn't have the relationship that I have now. And so I'm, I can relate to what you're saying because you're so in love. There was a time that I put David before God, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but... I was, God basically showed me, you know what, I'm the one that gave you him, and if you put Dave, uh, put David before me, I'll take him away from mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. and that's what I think with David's illness, I truly believe that that is what happened. I totally can understand, you know, because I put David at the beginning of our relationship before God, and I truly believe that when David got sick, that was, that was a shifting point for me. Mm -hmm. It was like, I gave you David. And if you don't put me before him, I'll take him away from you. And so that's where I had to build that real intimate relationship with God is the best thing he ever did for me. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, how long was you married? Well, legally 15 uh -huh. years, but 15 um, years. Yes, okay. But ended where he left okay 12 years okay so he left when he first left what made him leave tell me what happened what led up to what led up to yeah it? uh well the, about two years prior i saw a change in him um okay he was a little depressed now we had a series of things he had a series of things happen that okay anyone would see why he would be a little sad. Okay. Um, he has a, he has actually has an invention. Okay. Um, and a patent, uh, that came very close to selling. Okay. Um, and it fell through. Uh, the show oh. Shark Tank actually called. Really? Him and, 
uh, was interested in putting him on the show with his invention. Really? That fell through. Um, oh, my goodness. Extreme Makeover, that show, came to town, and he was supposed to head up. He's, like I said, a wonderful electrical contractor. He was supposed to head up all these electricians, which would have been very cool and exciting. Yes. But, unfortunately, that fell through. Um, and then there was the recession. Remember that? Ooh, yes. yes. And he took a hard hit with the business. Yes, we did too. We yeah, did okay. too. Yeah, okay. So, yes. And... And instead of just kind of rebuild, and he did try to rebuild, right? It just was never quite the same. And he just one thing about Michael, he just have, doesn't have any patience. Yes, He's like if it doesn't happen like tomorrow, he thinks I'll oh, forget. You know, that yeah, was just his, forget it. Yeah, that was kind of his attitude, unfortunately. So he did. Um, you know, and I'm trying to paint the picture of him uh, so that you see. You could understand why. So that's why, as a wife, I'm thinking, okay, he's just sad, you know. Right. And I didn't think though it would go to. You didn't the, think it was your marriage. You thought it was right. the situation. <laughs> right, right. Because I yes, and I knew. When did was, you realize is there is a break in my marriage? Uh, when he didn't come home one night. Okay. He, he play that back. He, um, it was in the summer, I remember Lauren was away. Our child every summer goes to Florida to spend some time with family. Okay. And I could tell he was, like, waiting to, he just wanted, like, the freedom. Okay. And he... Of when she was gone. Yeah, he wouldn't, didn't want to do that in front of her. Right. And he, you know, he, there was, he his drinking, he was yes. drinking more. Uh-huh. And I could tell he just didn't, he had this, I just don't care anymore. Like, he, it, in other words, all this bad stuff has happened, so now I'm just going to do whatever I want. I'm okay. Ha have a good time. Have a and good that's time. that's kind of what he said in so many words. Okay. Um, so he didn't come home, and me being the naive wife, I just, I believed him. And he was like, well, I had too much to drink, and um, I just assumed he, you know, stayed at a friend. And everybody's like, Elizabeth, no, you need to check into that. Yes. And I, you know, I didn't. Um, and then, when he didn't come home that night. Right. Okay. And then he, he was doing it more and more. And okay. And it was like, I was sick to my stomach. And he'd come back, you know, he'd come home and he'd be like, you know, sorry about that. And this was not like him. Right. This but was he, not did, his, he, did he say where he was at? Or yeah, he just said, oh, you know, after I was, you know, I just, I didn't want to come home in that condition. So I just. Right. But then he'd do it again. Okay. And it wasn't, it, something wasn't right. And, um, I, like I said, the, the Michael had given his heart to the Lord the, when we got married. So right. we were a Christian family at the time, yes. loving God. And so it was going the uh -huh. opposite way. Yes. Um, and then he, I could tell he was, he still wasn't happy. And then he, he admitted to me that he had cheated on me. Okay. And I didn't know if it was. What was, made him admit uh, that? Because he was leaving and he. Okay. When I, was, I was trying to get him to stay, and he would, and, and he was like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna have to tell her the truth." The, the truth, why? Because he was making it sound like, "No, I'm just not happy. I'm just not happy. I just want to go over here. You know, I just want to leave." Now, and it, I'm, he actually was telling me, "You know, I don't think I want to be married anymore. I'm not a family man." Uh -huh. And um, a lot of this is actually textbook now because I've done some research right. of how they behave when they're leaving. Because I was unfamiliar with right, exactly. Um, Most so, people are not. No, 
And then when it turned out that there was someone, and usually there is, there's someone either waiting in the wings, or yes. they talk, they're talking to someone, or something has already begun. And okay. this was someone from his work, because at the time, he wasn't working for himself anymore. He actually went to work for a company. Okay. And it was one of the women in the office, and just, she was like, he's like one of the guys. And okay. And went, she went for drinks, and one thing led to another, and hanging out. And so they were at a bar, yep, having some drinks. Yep, and then... And he was in a vulnerable position, not just not happy. Right. And and, and it happened. To, right. It was not something someone you'd ever would think he would be with. with okay. Ever, you know, and and then was, so was that a one night stand or was well, that? Well, that's what I thought. I thought. I okay. thought it was, but it, it turned out to be a real relationship. And, really. And so they, how long did that relationship well go on before you knew? Well, before I actually knew about her it was um he had left in august of that year and then he did come back in december okay and i was so happy me and laura were so happy and it was christmas what did y'all do financially oh no he's still at that point he was oh still taking care of us even when he was gone yeah he left and he went and got a little apartment somewhere he just wanted to he was doing again. I didn't know exactly. Okay, exactly. So, so um, you, so you're a stay-at-home mom, and you're I'm devastated. Devastated. He's not home. He's, and all I want him to do is come home, come back. Right. And I was like, "What are you doing? This is our family, you know." And I, I didn't understand. And and he's like, "Well, I'm just not sure. I, I want to be with you anymore, or be married, or I just, you know, I don't think I want to do this anymore." And after he, 15 years. Uh, well, at that point, it was just 12. Right. Yes, right, exactly. But, yeah. So that's why it didn't make sense. So when he came home, this is where it got, got awful. That he was he was really wanted to come. He says, I do love you. I do want to come back. And, of course, we should have talked about getting help. And, you know, we didn't. Right. It was like we were out there willy-nilly. I just wanted But you wanted like, him back. Right. I wanted him back. I wanted my family back. And I just didn't care. Because what people don't understand, when it's not just... The spouse you're losing, you're losing the whole family yes. unit, yes. life as you know yes. it, and I just yes. didn't want to lose that. So I said, we, I really think we could work it out, and I tried to give him some space. I did, I did whatever I could do to try to right. get him to come back. So he comes back. Well, apparently, um, this person that he was seeing didn't like that, and she wrote me a letter. Oh wow! I know, I know it. <laughs> I want to tell any of you women out there that are other women, the other woman, don't ever write the wife a letter. I agree. Don't do that. I agree. If you're going to do that and see, you know, see a married man, don't get in the wife's business there because that was awful. So she wrote a letter she wrote because a... she was upset that yes, he came back exactly. to you. She was. But you're the Right, Why? and in the letter, and you know, I don't remember everything. It was very sad, of course. The first, I do remember the first thing. He was easy to fall in love with. I had to read that, and she went on to say, he told me he was unhappy. She said, I'm tired of the lies. She said, he promised me all these promises. I know, and all I thought was, what about the promise he made in front of God and everyone Yes. on October yes. 21st? <laughs> yes, when he got married. Right. Like she did but not, the, but to me, in her mind, viewers, she, you know, I want to stress this is that if you are the other woman, he, if he's lying to you, he's lying to the wife mm -hmm. and the wife is always going to trump 
the mistress. They're going to trump them into the point of, okay, they're going to still take care of home. Because you heard Elizabeth say, he still paid the bills. Yes. He still did certain things for his household, even when he wasn't in that household. Yes. So for the women that's out there that thinks, okay, you know, he's not happy with you. He's not this or whatever. Lies. You know, you've got to know to be better than being a mistress. That's right. just the way I right. feel, you know. And then you got to think about the kids. I, You know, there's a lot that men say to get women to believe their story. But think about the kids mm -hmm. that you're affecting, you know. I don't think she cared that we had a, a little 10-year-old at home. She just met this great guy and had they, they were having a good time. Uh -huh. And he was making, she, she said he was making a promise. His baby was like promising, you know, I am going to leave her. Right. They all, um, they all lie like Right. That. But the, the, the point was... She's telling me, the wife, this. Like, I'm supposed Ex to feel bad. Like, oh, I'm sorry that exactly. he, he lied to you. Exactly. It, just, it was awful to get the letter. Um, and So was, after that letter... I confronted know. him with, you know, I, I okay. confronted him with it. I didn't give him the letter. I actually didn't want him to see it. I don't know why. But I told... And he goes, well, she had threatened me that if I came home, you know... That she, she was going to do something Do like something, that. yes. And she did. And did they, How long did they stay together? Well, after that, um, oh, she told me in the letter. That's when I found out how long they were dating. Because he made it sound like you know when he cheated on me that it was just like a short time. She said it's been nine months. They were dating at that point nine months. They were seeing each other nine months. So that that was going on. Wow. You know, yeah. Wow. I know so, you were devastated. Of course I was. I was sick to my stomach. So, at after the after you get the letter, you confront him about it. Then what happens? Um. He still, he wants to be home. He's, you know, he's moved back in and uh -huh. I'm thinking, okay. And he was home for Christmas. And I noticed after Christmas come January, he was starting to act funny. Okay. I'm like, I'm losing him again. And what happens is, and it's very common and women should know this and say, I know so much now about this. They actually do miss that other person. Okay. Even though they want to be home, they're trying because that other situation is like a fantasy everything's perfect it's not yes it's not reality yes um and so he was missing that and at one point i knew he, he i could tell i said i said you're out of here again aren't you he's he's like I, I miss her and you know what i said i said i get it michael i'm gonna talk to you now as a friend and not a wife i said wow because, yeah actually, wow. i switched it because uh -huh. i i said i actually understand I said, because eventually, I'm, if this goes south and, and this really ends between us, I'm going to probably end up dating and meeting someone. Exactly. And that newness, I'm going to meet someone, and that newness is going to be there. Just right. like you're feeling. She's a new person. She doesn't have the history that we have. Right. I said, but what's going to happen, Michael, when that newness wears off? Yeah, because it will. And you look in the rearview mirror, and you see everything behind you that you left behind. What did he say? He, he agreed. He said, you're right. He says, I'm going to take care of this. That's the sad thing. He wanted to. Yes. And he tried, and he would, but then he went right back to it again. So okay. he, he ended up leaving again. And what happened was, sadly, and this is the worst part of this, is I allowed him to come back and forth, like, and my home became like a revolving door. That yes. That was the most damaging. Yes. And if I could tell any woman out there, even if you love your husband, 
if he wants to go and it's going to be the hardest thing, open the door and let him go. If he's going to come back and your marriage will be restored, that's a God thing and it will happen in due time. Okay. But you cannot control it. You letting him come back and forth. Okay. I wasn't even myself when he came back. I, I was a nervous wreck half the time. Like, you know, yeah. I, was, I was like, I was, I was like, okay, if I'm perfect, if I, if I give him free, I went through, and then he was now I'm walking on eggshells. It was the most unhealthy. So you wasn't happy when he was there and when, when oh, he was gone. My friend will never forget. She says, Elizabeth, you actually said, geez, I think it was, I think it was better when he was out of the house because when he came back, I was just a nervous wreck. Is he going to leave again? Is he, you know, he, he was getting that. And so this daughter is in this household oh, yes. and they're seeing, and yes. the daughter is seeing her mother declining. Yes. She's seeing her mother, you know, not be what she was so used to seeing happy and, you know, all that. And, and we will share uh, more about that. Lauren wrote a, uh, an essay. Yes. Uh, August of 2018, and we will share that later on. But she talked about the revolving door. She talked about, you know, in this essay about feeling like that they were leaving the Beaver family, and they were probably better than leaving the Beaver. That's what she felt. That's what her mother felt, you know, in their family. She talked about how her father had. Um, had an apartment and he stayed there and he'd pick her up after school. And she, she, she talks in this essay about when he's at McDonald's with her and he's trying to spend time with her, but he's looking away in space. You know, uh, I'll tell anybody, you know, any mother out there is that kids see more than what you can ever imagine. You know, um, kids see, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, and thank God that Lauren made it through. Yes, I'm very, we were really worried about her because what happened was when, when he find when I finally did, he couldn't come back anymore because I saw what it was starting to do to her. I saw her, I looked at her and she's like, he's, she, she was starting to worry. Is he going to leave? And every, every time he come back, we would be worried like, okay, we checked to see if his suitcase was, was still there. Is he going to, cause she said didn't... that in her, in her essay, I want to read uh, a part about what she's talking about. Uh, Lauren was talking about that. She uh, would look now. This is a 10 year old. I want y'all to understand this. A 10 year old said, uh, when I noticed there was one less car sitting in the driveway and my mother in, uh, enclosing herself in a bedroom which now was lack, lacking another person in it, I could not help but be, uh, you know, she would just be so confused and not understanding what what was happening. She said uh, she wasn't, ever, uh, wasn't everything fine was the question she would ask herself. She said, I could swear my mom uh, and I were more perfect than the Lever to Beaver family could get. But I learned right then and there that basically they wasn't, you know, the Leave It to Beaver uh, family uh, keeping a husband's home, keeping a husband home or a marriage glued together. That's not what was happening in front of her face. 
you know, what she was seeing, what, what her mom was enduring, you know, um, I thank God for this kid. Yes. Because most kids would not be able to put those thoughts in their mind to, you know, try their best to see, you know, mm -hmm. okay, we're going to, I don't know what's going to happen, but God is going to get us through this or whatever. Um, this is a praying, a praying 16 year old yes. now. Uh, she's literally, I want, I'm going to go as far to say she's a prayer warrior okay 16 year old <laughs> 16 year old prayer warrior yes, yes, uh, i'm gonna read one more part that just stuck out with me uh in her story and like i said we'll share that later but she said i never had a true relationship with him until tragedy struck she's talking about her mother most teenagers have been known to turn to drugs smoking alcohol and even cutting themselves when things aren't going the way they they should. I never thought twice to go there. I had uh, heard a, a, enough about the darkness of said things and knew better than to ever consider any of those options for relief. Instead, I leaned on God, the only true rock that held me up. <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, that's I just... I mean, to hear a kid talk about mm. God being her rock. Yes. I mean, I remember when I first read this essay uh, to prepare for this interview, I was bawling. Yeah. No, because I know. just, just, just to I know. Did, and I actually did send that to her father. The essay that the daughter wrote of through her eyes, what she saw, what she felt, what she, you know, the love she had for her mom, she put it in an essay, and I really think that this needs to be a two-part episode for you to get the gist of the comeback. They are the comeback family, overcomers. No matter what you go through in life, this family is going to teach you how to overcome. Tune in to next Thursday's episode. This will be the conclusion of the comeback family, the overcomers, and how God always covers us even when we didn't think he covered us. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Tennessee with Yavanka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the first family of real estate. And check us out on the web, www.yavankasalsrealestate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavanka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.